so critically acclaimed. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. I'm Laura, and this week we're going to be talking about one of my favorite TV shows of all time that I have definitely put off talking about for way too long, and that is, of course, How I Met Your Mother. Now, How I Met Your Mother is nine seasons long, and it aired in 2005 to 2014 on CBS, and it is available to stream on Hulu. So my earliest memory of How I Met Your Mother, and the only time I think I had ever heard of it, Um, until I, of course, watched it, was when I was in middle school because a few of my friends watched it and I remember they used to talk about it with this boy in our class. Now, I didn't know anything about the plot um, or, you know, anything other than the fact that they said, like, How I Met Your Mother. That's all I remember. And I didn't even remember this memory until I started, you know, preparing my talking points for the podcast. And I totally just out of the blue remembered this and, like, remembering these specific people and um, the people who talked about it and, like, I don't even remember how I remembered it, like, because I didn't watch the show. It didn't mean anything to me, but I guess I was close enough with these people that I was hearing it a lot, um, and it found its way into my memory. But anyway, um, honestly, also kind of surprising that I watched it, because had I watched it at that age, like, I honestly feel like it was fifth grade. Like, I would definitely not have understood half the things in this show, but, you know, it is what it is. So then the one and only that time that I ever watched How I Met Your Mother was um, in my sophomore year of college. My brother was watching it and he told me I would love it. I always knew it was like similar to Friends, which is one of my all-time favorite shows as well. So I gave it a shot and I loved it. And so this was back when it was on Netflix. So it was super easy um, to binge. And I know it's like on Hulu and you could totally like go on and just watch. But because of the commercials, I'm very much less inclined to watch things on Hulu, which is so stupid because they're literally such short commercials, but that's how lazy our binge-watching brains are. Um, And I also feel like because it left Netflix, I didn't get to rewatch it as much because um, when it comes to like sitcoms, Friends is definitely my number one sitcom. It's the sitcom that I remembered and retained so much information of it over the years. And it's just because of how many times I've literally seen the show. I mean, when Netflix first announced that um, Friends was coming out, I was super excited because I had never seen the whole thing from beginning to end. I had seen reruns over the years, like on Nick at Night and stuff. But then once it came out on Netflix, I watched it from beginning to end um, once. And that was like great. Loved it. It was amazing. But then what ended up happening is that that there would might be there would maybe be like a night in school because this was in college when I you know had like a meeting at some time and I had some time to kill but I just wanted to watch something like entertaining and quick and I wouldn't get like too invested in or whatever or if like you know I just wanted to watch something before I went to bed like I would put friends on because it's just so easy to watch and of course then I did get into re-watching it so I feel like had How I Met Your Mother stayed on Netflix longer I would have totally done that um, with How I Met Your Mother as well and then I would have been able to retain a lot more of the information um, like I did with friends. Now, don't get me wrong. I remember a lot about how, how I Met Your Mother, like way more than some other sitcoms like New Girl. But I feel like when it comes to a specific episode, like when I'm watching it, I won't really remember the lines or, you know, something like the major plot that happens in that episode. Where with friends, like I remember it all. Um, but anyway, 
I have, with that being said, I haven't watched much of How I Met Your Mother since that time in college other than um, the summer of 2019 when I was living in New York and my brother would stay over a few nights during the week for his commute and he had just gotten Hulu so we started watching um, a few episodes here and there but it was never like a full-on binge watching again. So I definitely want to do that, even though I'm probably not going to do that because one, it's on Hulu, and two, I'm just watching way too many shows, and there are, of course, way too many other shows I want to watch. So that is my experience with How I Met Your Mother. Sorry for being long. Then as for the cast, it definitely has a handful of really well-known people that you're totally going to know. Um, some of them were well-known before How I Met Your Mother, and some of them like got their big break here. So first, we have Josh Radner, who plays the lead, Ted Mosby. He's been in a few shows since How I Met Your Mother, like Mercy Street, the show Rise, which we mentioned during our canceled TV show episode, as well as a show called Hunters. Then there's Neil Patrick Harris, who literally needs no introduction, like you know Neil Patrick Harris. He, of course, got his start on Doogie Howser, MD, and then he's been in movies like The Smurfs and Smurfs 2, Beastly, A Million Ways to Die in the West, which I totally forgot existed. Not that I've seen the movie, but I distinctly remember seeing the trailer in um, theaters with like Seth MacFarlane and Charlize Theron and all these people. Um... And I just totally forgot it existed until I saw it on Neil Patrick Harris's filmography. Um, He was also in Gone Girl, as well as the Netflix original, A Series of Unfortunate Events. And he is, of course, known for his spectacular Broadway appearances. Um, He's been in, like, Cabaret and a bunch of other things. And I mainly know this from, like, watching the Tonys over the year. Like, he has hosted a bunch of times. He does, like, musical performances and guest appearances and all these things. I, I distinctly remember his one performance of, like, Kinky Boots on, like, the Emmys one year. Like, it's forever etched in my brain. Um... Then there's Kobe Smulders, who plays Robin Sherbotsky, and she's been in things like Safe Haven. She's been in the Avengers franchise, which I totally didn't know. She plays Mariah Hill or Maria Hill. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's probably Maria. Um, I've never seen the majority of the Avengers movies, so I have no idea who she is in that. Um, she also had a recurring role on a series of unfortunate events, which is awesome, and we love to see that because, you know, like former cast members being cast members again we love it when that happens um she was also in the show friends from college as well as the recent abc show stumptown but it got canceled after the first season then another big name is jason siegel who plays marshall erickson um you might recognize him from a bunch like of 90s movies and stuff like for example can't hardly wait then he was in the very funny forgetting sarah marshall he was in um knocked up i love you man get him to the greek he is a voice of victor i think in despicable me he's been in the muppets the five-year engagement and of course he was probably most well known from his original um like for his first appearance i think in television like his breakout role in the show freaks and geeks Then there's Allison Hannigan, who plays Lily Aldrin. She is in the American Pie franchise movies, as well as Love, Wedding, Marriage, which was like a recent movie on Netflix that I saw. Um, But of course, you probably know her from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And she's also been more recently on this show called Penn & Teller Fool Us. And then the most like iconic thing about this show and like the last thing is Bob Saget who we of course know from Full House and Fuller House um and he was also the host for like America's Funniest Home Videos for like 
ever um, until they rebranded and like changed everything. But he is the narrator slash like future Ted um, for How I Met Your Mother and that will come into like clarity when I go into the plot. So there are also, just want to say, literally, just like Friends, tons and tons of famous guest stars throughout all nine seasons of the show. So that's something that I think is another, like, I'm going to talk about its similarities with Friends in a second, but that's something that definitely stands out, um, is that there's a lot of, like, recognizable people, um, or, like, people that were not necessarily recognizable at the time, but now they are, and it's really fun to, like, see them play these minor roles. So now let's talk about the plot. So How I Met Your Mother is a sitcom that is pretty similar to Friends in that both plot and in like both plot lines as well as like the humor and style of how the show is organized. So it focuses on a group of five friends who live in New York City, three guys and two girls who instead of hanging out at a coffee shop, they hang out at a bar and that is McLaren's. And of course, then they live in apartments, which seem like they're right upstairs, even though they're definitely not. Um, So on the surface, very similar to Friends. So our friend group includes Ted, who is the main character, and he is an architect who is a bit of this like whiny guy who is very determined to get into a relationship and find like the quote unquote, the one, since he currently lives with his best friend who has already met the one. um, And that has really like played a role in him wanting to like get that part of his life going. Um, and so that best friend is then Marshall. And he is this kind of happy-go-lucky guy. He's Ted's best friend. He's a law student who is then madly in love with um, a girl he met in college. Um, and that would be Lily. So Ted, Marshall, and Lily have been friends since college. Um, Lily is this sweet but also like unexpectedly tough person. Um, like she, you, like you see her and you think she's like sweet and innocent and small, but like no, she's like really hardcore and awesome and like can take care of herself vibe. Um, and she's a kindergarten teacher though, ironically, and she's just really spontaneous and fun. So like I said, the three of them have been best friends since college. Marshall and Lily have been dating since college and now Marshall and Ted live together and Lily practically lives together, but she also has her own apartment. And then there's Barney. So Barney is easily my favorite character and I think most people's, but he's definitely like the outlier of the group because he is this hotshot suit wearing playboy equipped with his very own playbook um, and he's like basically dedicated to sleeping with all the women in New York City. Um, I honestly don't remember how he became like friends with this group and like within the group. That's for you to find out, I guess, as you start watching the show. But in my opinion, he offers majority of the best humor and like the best lines and everything. And I just love everything about his character. And then lastly is Robin, and she is the newest member of the group who I think joins after like Ted meets her at the bar and goes on a date with her, and then she just gets like infiltrated into the friend group. Um, And so she's originally from Canada, whereas everyone else is like hardcore New York. I mean, Marshall's from Minnesota, but like then he went to college in New York and they've all like, you know, New York has rubbed off on them, even if they didn't grow up there. Um, Whereas like Robin is from Canada again. So that's like a running joke throughout the show. And she's a news anchor in the city. She's kind of a tomboy, I guess. And just like one of the guys vibe, I guess. 
Um, so overall, the show is all about this group of friends as they exist in New York City and deal with things like relationships, careers, stuff with their family and friends, all that kind of stuff. But I will say that it's different than Friends in that I feel like when people try to like sell people on the show Friends and like make you want to con- like convince you to watch the show... They very much tell you it's like, oh, it's all about like you're going to relate to these stories of people in their 20s like figuring out life and living in the city and all that, which maybe like some people did relate to it. But I don't know about you guys, but when I watch Friends, like I never feel like I'm relating it, relating to these people, even though like, I mean, technically I'm not living in the city, but I am in my 20s and I guess I watched it when I wasn't in my 20s. But the point is, is that when I watch it even now on reruns, like they always seem so much older. They never feel like the same age as me and like I'm actually going through these things. Um, But I feel like in the end of the day, everyone always sells friends on that, like in that way. Whereas with How I Met Your Mother, again, I still don't feel that um, like relating to the characters. And even though there are, I guess, in their 20s, living life in the city, figuring out their life, I still don't relate to them. And I feel like majority of people don't like I've never heard How I Met Your Mother like, um, portrayed in that way like oh it's a show where you can relate to people in their 20s living in New York City like it's never sold and like pitched in that way um if you like get what I'm talking about but anyway the other major thing that makes How I Met Your Mother much different than Friends is the overarching story and that is of course the story of How I Met Your Mother Specifically, we hear Bob Saget, who is the narrator, and he is narrating as older Ted from the future, who is then telling his teenage children about the story of how he met their mother. Um, So that is, of course, the big mystery of the whole series. And while some episodes aren't really connected to the larger story, a lot of the episodes give minor clues and things that like will play a role in leading to Ted meeting the mother of his children. So majority of the time at the end or the um, beginning of every episode, you'll see like the two kids sitting on the couch, um, but you won't see like older future Ted. You'll just hear Bob Saget talking um, and you'll just see the teenagers sitting there. And one of the teenagers is actually David Henry, who played um, Justin in Wizards of Waverly Place. Um And so basically, like I said, he's telling the story of How You Met Your Mother. So every episode is like a story that like just kind of everything leads up to it. Um, And obviously you will find out who the mother is by the end. And from a storytelling perspective, when you see it all unfold, it is very cool to see like how one thing led to another and all that kind of stuff. So overall, that is my introduction to How I Met Your Mother. Um, hopefully you give it a go and decide to watch it. It's again, one of my favorite TV shows of all time in my like top 10 TV shows of all time. It's like the only other sitcom other than friends. All the other shows are like classic teen dramas or just regular dramas or something. So it definitely holds a special place in my heart. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy it if you've never seen it before. It's also a great show just to watch like with your family or friends or siblings or something because it's just like a a really fun show to watch with other people. Um, So hopefully you enjoy it. And then I will be back on Wednesday for part two, which will have all of my opinions about the show as well as a bunch of fun facts because this show is like filled with them, especially like all these crazy references that exist in the world of How I Met Your Mother. Um, And it's just a really like artistically beautiful show in the way that it was created. Um, And we're going to talk about all the crazy famous guest stars who appeared. um, And it's going to be a lot of fun. So be sure to tune in on Wednesday for part two. But thanks for listening.